0: You're tuning in to another episode of the Authentic Me podcast with your host, Mel Yu. If you are seeking growth, looking to vibrate at a higher frequency, open to hearing new perspectives and challenging your own thoughts, this is the podcast for you. My purpose is to guide and help you move that needle one thread closer to becoming your truest, most authentic self. Let's do this. Hello, amazing humans. Let's do this. It has been a hot minute. Um, how often are we meant to pause in between podcast episode recordings? Is it one week? Three weeks? Four months? Six months? Well, time has definitely flown. So the Authentic Me podcast was a COVID-19 project that I started in the first lockdown in Melbourne, Victoria, Australia, for those listening. Um, It quickly became an incredible platform for me to connect, share my thoughts and insights and build this new skill of podcasting. And then as restrictions kind of lifted towards the end of 2020, life really ramped back up for me and although I juggle a lot of prioritizing tasks, I guess one of them that took a backseat was this podcast. But I think that's okay. I think it's really important to not beat yourself up for not staying consistent in every single area of your life okay and when you are called to create and curate new episodes or creative projects trust that you will find your way back and do so which is what I've done here and I've kind of come full circle as it is my birthday week this week whoop whoop and for those who are not living in Melbourne well Victorians are currently in their fourth lockdown restriction So whilst I record this episode, um, today is day 7 of 14 of a snap lockdown that was extended yesterday, and my fingers and toes are crossed for no more extensions, but it's just been so uncertain here. Anyway, regardless of what is ahead and what's in the future, this past week has been another welcome change of pace, and it's allowed me to reset and recharge for the busyness that will inevitably return. So wherever you are tuning into this episode in the world, a very warm welcome back to you all. If you are a loyal listener, thank you for your patience and support while I disappeared on the face of the earth. And if you are new to who and what I am about, welcome, welcome, welcome. All right, let's jump straight into the juicy topic of relationships. So over the past 10 months, I have been developing and building a relationship with my significant other and this relationship for me has probably been the single most challenging, confronting and yet ultimately rewarding relationship I found myself in. It's also super different to any other relationship that I have been in, but I don't mean that in a way of like a comparison point of view. I'm talking about different in the way this relationship teaches me and shows me insight about myself, my views of the world and my other relationships to others. So dating at any point in life can have its challenges, right? And dating in your 30s can too, given the time of your life you're in and the level of self-awareness, hopefully, that you have achieved, So on this, it's kind of led me to think, and what a better way to jump back into podcasting was to share my thoughts of what are the key things for a lasting relationship. So most of us long to be in a meaningful and lasting long-term partnership with someone who you can say we trust, share our hopes and dreams with, and build a strong foundation for a great life together, a life filled with moments, memories, and experiences, But how do we actually achieve this in a relationship? How can a relationship overcome every challenge, difficulty, argument and differences? How can a relationship weather a storm and avoid a breakup or a divorce or worse, staying in a relationship where there is no love actually being served? Let's dissect the stages of a relationship. So relationship guru from the UK, Matthew Hussey, if you don't know him, check out his work. Matthew Hussey talks about there being four stages of a relationship. At first, there is admiration or attraction. Then there is connection. And then the third stage of a relationship is a commitment. And lastly, the deepest form of a relationship is compatibility. So you've got attraction, connection, commitment, compatibility. So stage one, this attraction phase of a relationship, right? This is the first step of any relationship and by far, well, the easiest one, to be honest, to feel, to experience. We can be attracted to so many people, multiple people actually, at any given time, even, you know, when we just like what we see. Attraction means potential in this case. So we see the potential in someone through either physical attraction or energy attraction where you gravitate towards that person, right? Um, and that's kind of that first step. You've got to achieve that attraction first, even though we kind of do that with multiple people, especially when we're out clubbing. Not that I go clubbing anymore, but you know, especially if you're out, you're kind of like, oh, I like that. I like a bit of that. Oh, that person's quite attractive too, but it's quite a surface level. So that second stage that you enter, that second step is connection. After your attraction phase, we have to then be able to experience some sort of connection or bond with someone in order for sort of any relationship to then move forward. There has to be some sort of like common ground between two people in advance, Um, like a mutual like or interest or share some common outlooks on life. If you have a partner, boyfriend or girlfriend – and you continue to find, you know, your other half interesting and then willing to invest some more time into them and your relationship together, your relationship together, (laughs) you have to have that feeling of connection first. After connection, which again is pretty common to build a connection, right? You can be attracted to someone and then you find yourself connecting to them. But I guess the next stage of a long-lasting relationship um, that moves forward from that dating side of things would be the third phase, which is commitment. So the next phase into this is a more deeper and meaningful relationship, um, that mutual attraction and connection isn't enough. You then need a commitment from the other person. And the other person actually needs to make a commitment to you. And that's how you enter a relationship if you're into monogamy, I suppose. Um, It's two people in agreement coming together and saying, let's do this together, this thing here, let's build this. Once you enter a commitment, this is when a relationship can go that extra mile. Two people have to agree to this commitment though, right? Because otherwise, well, the relationship can end here too. When one person shows up and says, hey, let's do this, And the other person may have another agenda or motive and they realize, "Mm, actually, this isn't what I agreed to and I can't commit to that. Then you've got that fourth phase, that fourth deep, meaningful, long lasting key would be the compatibility. So the most everlasting and loving relationships in this world stay the course because of their compatibility to one another. So you can be attracted to them, you can connect to them, and then you make a commitment. But it's also important to be on the same page as your partner. Not about everything, but about the things that really matter to both of you. And recently I was having this conversation with a friend, shout out to Ben Mack for helping me with this analogy, but a relationship, he said, was needs to go through this process of understanding what are the big things of importance for each of you. So it's like having a bucket and what needs to go first into this bucket are all your non-negotiable big things. So you then have this conversation about your values, about your beliefs, about your future goals and once the big things go inside this bucket, then you might find little spots and rooms in the bucket to slot in the medium-sized blocks or the small blocks that can then be placed on top. And we'll just kind of like sprinkle and fall between the gaps of the big things. Compatibility means, is this particular value or belief really important? And is it a deal breaker? Or can I compromise this thing to meet this compatibility? Because if the answer is yes, then that's great. And if the answer is no, well, we have to have another conversation around this. But this way you can really get to understand why some relationships run its course due to incompatibility or some last until, you know, their very last breath. This is what I find is the struggle in society as to why the divorce rates are so high or people break up and jump from like relationship to relationship. Because we are now so accustomed to living on a surface level world like our social medias and we meet people through finding attraction through photos online, there's dating apps and we need to just remind ourselves that Instagram and these online dating apps are only ever two-dimensional. This 2D framework can only get you those two steps of a relationship that we talked about. The attraction and then a potential spark and connection. But to really cut through that surface level dating game, I think we need to find a deeper level of attraction with our potential life partners. And to do this, we need to demonstrate vulnerability and being real. Seriously, I would suggest that even on the very first date to have a real story to tell if you are looking for that deeper, lasting relationship. So I always find that realness is so powerful and if that person is the right person for you or also seeking what you are seeking they will be able to step up and hold that space for you to be vulnerable. So I don't think it's ever too soon to kind of go hey these are these are the things that I see in a relationship, these are the things that I want, these are kind of my future goals and where are you at with that. If they can't really meet you there um it's not really going to go anywhere other than that attraction and that connection phase. So let me know what your thoughts are on this as I would be very interested to know how else um, you cultivate that deep level of attraction. Now, so say you've progressed through these four stages of a relationship and now how do we make sure that this is going to last I am always thinking about how I can best show up in this world with my relationship with myself, but then also how can I be the best partner? How can I be the best partner I can be and create a great relationship with the world together? So my, I thought about this and um, my biggest three key things and lessons from my own relationships is understanding how to give your partner what they need and not what you need, So this means putting your own ego aside and actually paying attention to what your partner's happiness requires. So allowing moments of space to be selfless and really tuning into your partner's needs will help both of you actually understand each other more and grow. So often we enter conversations or social interactions with, what do I need from this? How can I ensure that I am heard? what do I want out of this? What about me? And for me, when I actually invert these questions around and ask, well, what does he need from me at this time? How can I best help him achieve X? Or what is going on for them? Opens up your intuition to think of their happiness, which ultimately actually then leads to your happiness and fulfillment too. So next time you enter a conversation Try and frame it to your partner's needs and then see what comes up. Also spend time on discovering um, what both your love languages are. How do you express love and how do you receive love? Even for couples who have been together for many years, it's easy to forget how their partners tend to demonstrate love. So taking that time to recognize and appreciate those expressions is the best way to keep them coming. Another key thing to ensure that your relationship lasts I think, is to work on yourself. You have to be able to understand who you are and who you want to be without your partner. Um, There's this beautiful mantra that I've always lived by. Uh, Jess Jackson would know this one. Um, but it's, for two halves to make a whole, each half has to be whole. And I just, I love that imagery of two halves, you know, that come together to make a whole. But if those halves aren't whole in their own right, Well, the the full heart isn't really going to be whole, right? So it is healthy, important, and necessary to prioritize your own time and your own interests and your own friends. A relationship isn't about dumping all your vulnerability onto them, but sharing that vulnerability. Say your partner and you had plans tonight, okay? This happens to me all the time. And then he or she genuinely gets busy and another commitment comes up for them. So what are you going to do in the next 10 hours once they cancel on you? Are you comfortable or can you not handle waiting around? You know, are you comfortable with not getting a text message for X amount of hours and time? And can you be okay with actually letting your partner work or go and obtain that other commitment? I think it's a really important conversation and reminder that it is not your partner's responsibility to fulfill you and your worth. That's your responsibility. That responsibility lies within you. So if you find yourself entering codependent relationships really quickly or you feel lost when you and your partner are separate for days on end, there are some signs that you might have to do some work on yourself. If you want a long lasting relationship or an intimate life partner, make sure you are happy in your relationship with yourself. It is no one's job to fulfill you and your needs. A partner should only add value and complement what is already loving and beautiful in your life. Always work on yourself. Lastly, lastly, I think one of the key attributes would be Teamwork. You know what they say, so teamwork makes the dream work. I could go on with so many different team quotes here, but um, for me, it is a daily reminder when I enter an argument or a disagreement with my partner that we are ultimately on the same team. When the focus of an argument becomes more about winning, right, than resolving the issue, both of you actually lose. So it's a better and healthier form of communication when early on in your discussions or arguments, maybe it's like, remind yourselves that the goal is to actually find a mutually acceptable solution to the problem this is absolutely the most difficult thing to achieve don't get me wrong i know and to achieve this harmony when you know you're angry you're frustrated you're agitated towards your partner it's actually really really hard to do but love is also about compromising so it's about coming together and giving a little and letting go of a little ultimately If you are seeking a long-lasting relationship, you have to find a way to communicate both your needs and wants in a safe space and both feel seen and heard. One team, one dream. So that's kind of my take on long-lasting relationships in a 15-minute kind of nutshell. Um, let me know what parts of this episode resonated with you, if you agree with any of the points I've discussed here around, you know, sort of how to find yourself in that lasting relationship and hopefully you have taken one small food for thought or idea into your conscious awareness and you can move that 1% forward into a better life with greater relationships and really especially the one with yourself. So a massive shout out, by the way, just before I wrap up to those in the events and hospitality industry, because uh, they are doing it extremely tough in Victoria right now. Um, I hope that we can come out of the other side very soon. Um, Please go out there and support local businesses, support your local hospitality shop um, and help them out with some takeaway if you can. But until then, until next time, please stay safe and may you continue your journey on living your truest, most authentic self. Thank you so much for joining us this week on The Authentic Me. If you found value in this episode, please smash that like button and share with someone who may also benefit from our content. Never miss an episode by subscribing to this podcast available on all audio streaming platforms. And make sure to let me know what you want to hear more of on this journey to your truest, highest, authentic self. See you next time. Bye.